Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. Alvian, I was at dinner the other night with a friend of mine, and he told me a story that was absolutely hair-raising, and it, uh, it led to the topic for today's conversation. <laughs> he has been in an on-again, off-again relationship oh my. for many years, and after the latest breakup, he, uh, he decided that he wasn't going back, that this was the last time. And his former girlfriend has apparently engaged in kind of a systematic uh, warfare. Mm. She's posted things on social uh, media sites, fabrications. Mm. She's gone around, made a a point of calling uh, all of his friends. She even called the... uh, ex-boyfriend of the woman he is currently seeing <laughs> to tell him what a bad guy <laughs> she's my friend was. I mean, she's on a, you know, this is she's a... She's on a mission. This, she's on a mission. <laughs> this is scorched earth policy. Right. Leave this, no stone right. unturned. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get him. If, and it's kind of, if I can't have him, then nobody, nobody will. Can. Right. Uh, at least that's my construction of it. <laughs> And it, and it raised the question for me because he sought my counsel. Um, what do you do <laughs> when this kind of nightmare uh, occurs? And and I think this is not an isolated situation. I've heard this kind of story before, and and it's always struck me. Um, you know, we've all seen Kramer versus Kramer and other uh, you know Hollywood stories about divorce, which is sort of an extreme form of this. But what's always struck me about them is people who at one point were deeply in love or at least professed to be deeply in love with one another, had strong feelings for one another, and then find themselves in absolute antipathy to one another. I mean, as strong as the emotion was of attraction, that's how strong (laughs) the emotion Mm -hmm. of anger and hatred one presumes coming from the sense of rejection. What do you think? Well, what's interesting is I went through just recently, I was in Richmond for um, some research training that is done by Dr. John Gottman, who is truly one of the leading experts in uh, connectivity, divorce, relationships, the list goes on and on. And I was able to predict divorce with, I want to say, a 97% accuracy rate. Wow. Um, because he's actually used scientific and mathematic analysis of very qualitative aspects in human interaction. Um, and then monitored this stuff in a love lab and has done it for over 40 years and has been that good in terms of his research. So I was just, you know, so interested in... Um, what he had to say. And while it was not him that was actually doing the training, it was um, one of their senior, uh, senior uh, consultants, so to speak. Well, long and short, is that one of the things that uh, Gottman's research indicated is that when people become completely apathetic to one another, that, in fact, is when the relationship is truly done. 
Mm. When I don't care at all, you can, your hair can be on fire. You can set my car on fire. I don't care what you do. When, when a relationship hits that point, that's when they say it's actually really in trouble. For as long as both of them are still passionate or one of them is still passionate, there is still actually real emotion and investment present. It is when it goes stone cold that the likelihood of you being able to recover that relationship is minimal, if not non-existent. So what I would argue, actually, is not that it is, in fact, hatred that fuels that kind of vindictive rage. It is rejection because I am still invested in you. When I'm not invested in you, that's when you become invisible. Mm. I don't care if you breathe. I don't care. I don't care what if you get the plague. I don't care. But when I am going through such work to make you hurt, it's because I want you to feel what I feel. So I'm not so convinced that she hates him. Mm. I would argue that she hates that she still loves him. Yes. I think you're right. And maybe not just to agree, but then to move the conversation to the next level to say, okay, so how then, if you know this, Mm -hmm. if you know that the anger being expressed towards you is coming from uh, real passion, Mm -hmm. maybe it's sort of perversely being directed out of that sense of rejection, what do you do in response? Well, to be very honest, it is, it is, it's like fire and water. Mm-hmm. As the recipient, you know, assuming in this scenario that we're not talking about something that obviously is jeopardizing somebody's physical safety or their life, that obviously takes that to a different level. But when we're talking about um, the venom of just obnoxious and aggressive verbal kind of behaviors and all this, these covert and in some cases very overt actions mm-hmm. that icing those things out. is generally the most effective way to handle the situation because what most women are looking for, and since this is a male-female situation that we're talking about, what most women are looking for is a reflection of passion on your end. So I want to trigger you to so that you will elicit emotion because your passion would say to me that you're not done with me yet. Your complete indifference about my behavior that you could care less what I do that's what scares us most because that means you're really over us so that to to line up again with Gottman's research right that's reflecting back passion that that lack of passion the disinterest right because if you reflect passion it says to me you're still into me right That, that, that's interesting. Um, I, I've seen uh, uh, a number of, of o- over the years, I've seen a number of relationships go south mm-hmm. and, and different ways that that got resolved. Um, sometimes it got resolved with a, you know, a, the big bang, you know, a huge explosion after which, you know, picking up the debris, both parties realized how completely ridiculous it was. It was. Right. 
Um, I have seen in a few circumstances a, a quiet dissipation, a kind of um, learning to be in each other's lives in a different way. Right, the dialing A transmutation, down. if you will, right. into a form of friendship or at least mutual concern. Um, but I think that sometimes we find ourselves citing old aphorisms and they have some truth to them, that a tincture of time is an important factor in uh, dissipating the intensity of mm-hmm. of that passion, mm-hmm. wh- whatever form it's being manifested. Right. Um, but it's a it's a challenging and 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 for for this fellow, I mean, he was fortunate because the woman that he's dating um, knows him. Mm-hmm. Knew him before he was in those relationships. Right. So his character is not in question. Right. And when when these stories started to surface, she was able to sort of triangulate, go back and find out what the source was of all the stories. And and that, of course, knowing that this came from the now ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. put everything into a perspective for her. But this intentional. Uh, damaging of trust. That's a pretty, <laughs> you got to be pretty angry oh, you know, to want to no do that. No question about it. And that's why I say that I really argue that she's still very much invested in the process. And there's no magic way to make it go away, unfortunately, because managing someone else's emotions is a impossible task managing one's own emotions is absolutely out within our capacity so really it's how are we going to respond to this because we can't control Mm. what somebody else is going to do i I love what you're saying there because this really squares with a a truth that i've learned uh, over time that we can't change anybody else as you said Right. We can change ourselves right. and either people will react differently because of that change or not. Mm-hmm. But either way, by taking responsibility for some action in response, uh, we take charge of the situation. Mm-hmm. We're better able emotionally to address it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of, of, Expressing not a reaction, mm-hmm. but no action, mm-hmm. no Intentionally. reaction. Right. Right. Um, to signal very clearly y- your power over to me your power over done. me, your power right. to to excite me, mm-hmm. whether it's with anger or love, um, no longer exists. Sends a very clear message. It does. It's a powerful one. It's a very hard one for women in particular, to be able to accept, but eventually they do. Mm. Eventually they do. So while it's, while it's never a comfortable situation to be in, it's one that we have the capacity to manage if we choose to manage our own emotions. There you have it. Another episode of Love Life. Some 
difficult, pithy topics <laughs> coming your way I in the weeks to come. They send us uh, great stuff. Stay tuned next week. Thank you for listening. But stay tuned next week because we're going to talk about the flip side of this, about getting back with your ex. <laughs> An interesting topic. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you to, uh, to you, our listeners, to uh, Todd Washburn, our recording engineer, to Barbara Hamley, our producer. And thank you, Alvian. Oh, thank you, Douglas. That's it. See you next week, folks.